How many of us talk about their faith at work or outside of our homes? Some do, some don't. Sometimes we find it difficult to talk about our faith, depending on what's happening wherever we go. Sometimes we're at the market. Sometimes we are in a group that's not quite friendly to Christianity. Wherever we are, we are always faced with a choice. How do we confess Christ to the world? Sometimes it's dangerous to do that. In the times of the, the early church, Christians were killed for their faith. Even today, in some parts of the world, Christians are killed for their faith. We benefit freedom in this country, and we can talk about it. But nevertheless, there are many places, and it's increasingly difficult nowadays to talk about the Christian faith because many people find some of the precepts of our faith as offensive or against, against the law. Sometimes you go to school, same problem. You don't always want to talk about your faith. Sometimes it's dangerous. Sometimes there are repercussions for that. In today's Gospel reading, we learn about Christ, who is now starting his ministry into the world. And the Scripture reading tells us that after hearing that John was imprisoned, Christ leaves the area and goes to the north into the lands of Zebulun and Naphtali around the Sea of Galilee in Capernaum. Christ perceives the danger and moves to a different area where it was safer. The question is, was Christ afraid? I don't think so. But he was wise. He was avoiding danger because with John's imprisonment and death, all those people who were following him, all the people associated with John, they were persecuted as well. They were in danger. Christ leaves the area for that reason. And we find it sometimes difficult to understand why Christ at certain moments avoids danger, but also faces danger with no fear whatsoever. And I, I want to call this spiritual diplomacy. Christ is exercising spiritual diplomacy. We, we see that here at this point, at the beginning of his ministry, it is not wise for him to challenge the spiritual corruption of the time, especially of the leaders of, of the time. But later on, when his mission is close to completion, when he is tried in front of the Sanhedrin, when the high priest is asking Christ, I adjure you in the name of the Most High God, are you the Messiah? He admits to that. He was not afraid to do that. But this is a question for all of us. How are we supposed to find the balance between confessing Christ to the world and also avoiding the danger that is incurred at times with confessing the Lord? This is spiritual diplomacy. And in, uh, in today's Sunday Bulletin, I included a, uh, an explanation from St. John Chrysostom about 
what Christ is doing here and why. And he gives us a piece of advice. He says, don't seek out temptation, but withdraw from its fear of influence. It is not shameful to intentionally avoid danger or a challenge, but we must stand firm in our faith when danger is unavoidable. I'll apply this and say this. Think about, if you have a drinking problem, are you going to go to the bar? No, because going there will make it worse. But not going to the bar will upset some of your friends who want to hang out at the bar. That is something that you don't want to have. You don't want to lose a friend. And then, when you're challenged, you have to stand firm and realize, wait a minute, I have a problem. I have to lose some friends sometimes in order to change something in my life, in order to avoid the problem that I have. So that's one way to apply what St. John Chrysostom says. We are at work, we are at school. Sometimes it's wise not to seek the challenge. Sometimes people are mean to us Christians. Sometimes someone comes at school and says, Harry, I know you guys are a little weird sometimes. You do all these frustrations, you kiss icons, you do all kinds of things that are so hard to explain. But you know that that person is just trying to tempt you and is just trying to be mean to you. They have no reason to believe what you believe. Are you going to take the challenge? Are you going to explain why you do that? Probably not. But if someone wants to learn about our faith and is interested in what we do, are you going to say something? I think you would. You would say something. So sometimes it is, it is wise to talk about our faith, but nevertheless, it is not always wise when someone is mocking us. Today, as Christians, we are always called to confess the Lord, and it's increasingly hard, brothers and sisters, to say what's right and to do what's right. We talk about God here in church. We may talk about, about God in a social hall or, in, or maybe on the way home, but many times when we get home, when we go to our place of work or at school, we slow down the pace. We don't always open the subject. And I'm not asking anybody to just start every conversation with a scriptural uh, quotation or to hit someone on the Bible in the head and tell them, you need to come to Christ, you need to come to church. Look, I was saved, why don't you come with me and see what's happening there. We are called to act as Christians at all times, even if we are not all experts in preaching the gospel. It's not necessary. All we need to do is to act the gospel, and that's enough of a confession. And sometimes we can speak about it, sometimes it's wise to let it go. Let us ask for the Lord our God to give us the wisdom. And as the Lord has encouraged us in Matthew 10, 16, to be wise as the serpents, but to be kind as a dove. This should serve as a principle of spiritual diplomacy in our life, to be wise as a serpent and to be kind as a dove when it comes to confess the Lord to the world. Amen.